Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 34 of Manage the Wild. I'm Nick Madsen. Today, we're talking about bighorn sheep, one of my favorite animals that I ever got to work with, bighorn sheep. Um, towards the end of my time working in wildlife, I got to work at a quarantine facility with a bunch of sick bighorn sheep, and I got to work with researchers as well as biologists and monitor these animals, and I got to go in and feed them and work with them and perform studies as they got sicker and sicker, and ultimately we had to euthanize them all because they ended up getting uh, pneumonia, basically. And that was my ending of bighorn sheep, but they've always fascinated me, just everything about them. I remember as a kid watching videos from Marty Stauffer of bighorn sheep bashing heads, and ever since then I've just kind of had been hooked on bighorn sheep. Researchers in California wanted to know who had the upper hand in bighorn sheep, residents versus migration, and they looked at the fat content or fat levels of the animals to see who had the better survival rate. And researchers ultimately believed before the study that whoever had the fattest, whether they were a resident or migratory, um, we're going to have a pretty good chance at survival. And ultimately that proved correct. But what happens when you drop that level of fat? What happens in a, a, a drought year or a tougher year? Or those animals just quite aren't quite as healthy as other years? What, what would, who would have the upper level? So ultimately they collared a bunch of these bighorn sheep and they watched them and they started studying the fat ratios of the individuals and they realized that those who were migratory animals had the better chance because they could stay on that green grass for a lot longer, that green feed, whatever they're feeding on. They could stay on better quality from as they moved from higher elevation to lower elevation and they could stay on that better feed for a lot longer than those residents, especially those residents who were stuck at a higher elevation. So ultimately the study proves that migration is more effective or easier going on the animals when it comes to survivability. So it makes me wonder as we study and understand more about migration of these animals and understand how important it is, what are the factors that are affecting their migration? If we understand how important that is, what are the roadblocks that we're putting in their way? We understand how it affects pronghorn roadways and fences, but what else are affecting bighorn sheep? Especially in California, you got large massive roads, you got people everywhere. We also know that disease is pretty prevalent among bighorn sheep. So as they are migrating from one area to another, are they coming across domestic sheep? So then there's that chance to pick up more disease and spread it. So there's a whole host of factors that go into migration. So yes, it's better for them to survive. And it's easier for them to survive if they migrate versus being a resident. But then as we start to include a lot of other factors, are we now forcing them to migrate shorter distances? Are we cutting off their migration route and are we putting more disease and more problems in their way? I don't know. All right, you guys stay wild. Have a great day. Thanks.